Welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. Listen in as we interview small business owners in Portland, Oregon, and the surrounding area. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. I'm not One Click Lindsay, as the guy just said in the intro there. She's still out on assignment this week, so you've got me again. I'm Jeremiah Isley. I'm the producer of the show here at the PDX Small Business Network podcast. Today, Lindsay is interviewing Alicia Hart of Vitality Northwest. Lindsay and Alicia have this really great conversation about holistic medicine, postpartum care, and all the amazing and great services that Vitality Northwest has to offer in their very unique approach to healthcare. But before I hand things off to Lindsay, I wanted to remind you that if you are sitting in this great big world of digital marketing with a website that is just stalled out and dead in the water, head on over to trafficandleads.com where our great host, One Click Lindsay, is waiting to help you out with all things digital marketing, pay-per-click, SEO, Facebook and social media ads, whatever it is, whatever you need, she's got the answers for you. So head on over to trafficandleads.com, get in touch with Lindsay and her team of 10 digital marketing professionals. They are going to get you set up. They're going to get you rocking and rolling and on your way. Head over to trafficandleads.com. Just do it right now. All right. That's enough of that. Let's get into this episode, and I'm going to hand things off to Lindsay right now. Hey, Alicia, welcome to the PDX Small Business Network podcast. So glad you could join me today. Thank you for having me, Lindsay. Sure. So let's just dive in. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Vitality Northwest? So Vitality is a holistic primary care clinic that I created because when I was going through my own postpartum journey, I noticed that there was a lot of holes in the medical system and how moms are treated. And because I can also take care of kids as a primary care doctor, I end up being kind of this one-stop shop for postpartum mood disorders, pelvic floor problems, and then, you know, all the normal kids, lumps, bumps, bruises, and et cetera. That's pretty cool. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about these problems. So I just had a, um, I'm one year, my son's first birthday will be next week. So tell me what kind Congratulations. of- Congratulations. Thank you. Um, tell me, because I, I think I know what you're talking about, but let's tell the audience if it's not so fresh on their minds, what kind of holes do you see in regular postpartum care that you're fixing there at Vitality? Well, most women are using their OBs as kind of a primary care stop and OBs stop taking care of you at six weeks. Postpartum depression and anxiety might not be evident until four months, which is when I'm more likely to be seeing you with your kid. Um, but you're not as likely to be seeing your OB. And often the women I'm seeing haven't had primary care for six years or so. And so I just sort of scoop them up and then it ends up being like a double visit where I'm seeing mom and kiddo. 
That's really cool. So will you take, so let's talk about the kids part of that. So um, six months after the baby's born or six weeks, I can bring baby into you. You'll make sure his shots are up to date. You'll do all of his wellness checks. You'll like be the one-stop shop for baby and mommy. I totally do that. My youngest patient was a day old, but I delivered that one. Wow. Um, what I is do your... not deliver babies on the regular. Oh, <laughs> are you going to tell, do you want to tell us that story? Oh, um, so my best friend is an osteopath up in Washington and she did not want to have a conventional birth, which is kind of funny because she's an osteopath. Um, and so I managed all of her pregnancy care and I, um, told her that I would drive up for her birth, but I would not be the primary for her birth. She's in Tacoma, which is quite a drive from Portland. You don't usually expect a first-time mom to deliver very quickly, but you certainly want somebody there if that's a thing. Yeah. Um, so she went into labor on a Thursday morning, which was perfect because my husband works weekends. And I drove up there and supported her through a beautiful water birth. And then I started taking care of kiddo because he had some low blood sugar. And I stayed overnight at her house and got them all settled in. And then I drove back down to Oregon. Wow. Do you I have see Finley sometimes? Do you have training as a midwife? I do. I don't deliver babies though because I have three kids and I can't be on call any more than I already am. Right. Okay. Okay. So I would come to Vitality um either like before I was pregnant and then after I'm pregnant, but I would need to go see someone else like during the pregnancy months, correct? True, though I do a fair amount of co-care for pregnancy because a lot of um, conventional birth providers are operating in a very fear-based model, and they don't know a ton about nutrition or herbs, which is really my specialty. And so I can fix a lot of the common complaints of pregnancy, you know, constipation, cramps, heartburn, um, without too much trouble. That's awesome. So I would basically be visiting an OB or a midwife, but I would also make a few appointments scattered in with you because you could do some, you know, other magic on the side. It's true. And because I'm primary care, you know, you get bronchitis and you need antibiotics or whatever. I can do that, Um, which most midwives are not doing. Yeah, true. Okay, that's really cool. Okay, so now I'm six weeks postpartum and... um. Let's talk a little bit about the whole pelvic floor thing. So I recently experienced that with my latest child. Why don't you explain to the listeners out there what that is and what you can do about it, how you know you have issues and how amazing pelvic floor therapy can be? Oh my gosh. I wish everybody knew about pelvic floor. You know, in France, it is standard to get eight weeks of pelvic floor physical therapy after the birth of every child, regardless of whether you had a traumatic labor. Wow. It turns out that carrying a baby on your pelvic floor is kind of stressful to those muscles. Yes. Whether you deliver vaginally or not. And so what I see most commonly is that 90% of women that had a vaginal birth and about 75% of women that had a cesarean birth are suddenly peeing when they jump on a trampoline. Not that most people are jumping on a trampoline when they're six weeks postpartum, but they're sneezing or laughing and then involuntarily urinating or they are having pain and they can't have sex or they are just feeling like there's something wrong with their pelvic floor. And so what I do is I've been trained in the holistic pelvic care physical therapy program by Tammy Kent, who's one of the leading women's health physical therapists in Portland. Um, And so I just do the physical therapy for them because they're already there for their baby's well child. Yeah. And then 
all of a sudden their pelvic floor is stronger and they feel like they can go running and they're not peeing places. They don't want to pee anymore. Yeah. And it is like, it is, I will speak to it. It's very, it's almost miraculous. Like even after like one session, things feel like you can actually walk and not, you know. Yeah. It's really incredible. It is. I've had some cases that I'm actually writing case papers about because they were so cool. Yeah. Very cool that you do that there. Um, And so you can prescribe like antibiotics, but then you'll also go like the holistic route and do like herbs and vitamins and those kind of things, right? Like we can just come to you if we just want a more holistic approach approach to wellness. Yes. Awesome. uh, The hashtag I use on everything is evidence-based witch. So if I'm going to give you a bunch of herbs, I can tell you exactly why I'm giving them. Wow. That um, is and cool. I do cool. prefer to give herbs first because people have less side effects with them usually. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about the history of vitality. So um, why don't you tell us where you started and how you ended up here? So I, um, I've been in practice for a little over two years now. The first year was a lot of me juggling my two-year-old twins, right? They were born the week before I graduated. Wow. Um, So I did not do a ton of medical practice in the first year that I was out. And then I I wanted to get into somewhere where I could really focus on postpartum women and pediatrics, which is not a typical naturopathic practice. Most people do not see kids. Um, But since I had three of them, I felt like I was getting great hands-on experience. And I did a ton of it with the midwives that I worked with before I graduated. And so... Having rotated with the Broadway Midwives and then um, Vibrant Family Medicine and Canyon uh, Birth Center, I decided I wanted to kind of make an amalgamation of where I saw the need. And what I saw was a bunch of midwives that really loved treating pregnant women and a bunch of doctors who really liked treating kids, but not really a bunch of people that liked treating kids and postpartum women. And I thought, that's something that I want to do. I don't want anybody to fall through the cracks that I did after my first kid. Um, And so I went and I got trained in um, psychiatric prescribing during pregnancy and lactation. And I scooped up an excellent IBCLC. Her name is Adrienne Kosnick. And we started a clinic in Bridgeport Village, which is right off of I-5 and super easy to get to. And we're like the closest place to the expected new parent parking spaces. Um, And we uh, went with the vision that we really wanted to be a holistic place to take care of those young families. Wow. And we've been there ever since. That is so cool. And now you're, uh, are you past your year mark? What's your official birthday? My official birthday is August 31st. Very cool. So we're coming up on it. And you've had a, a very successful year. Things are going really well for you, it sounds like. Things are going really well. They're right on track for all of our financials. Um, we're looking to expanding to five days a week here, probably in September. Um, and at that point, I get to retire my husband and keep him as a stay-at-home dad. Very cool. And what is your hu- what service does your husband provide in the office? Uh, my husband does not work in the office. He works... Um, for Providence St. Vincent in the psychiatric ward. Oh, very cool. So two two medical folks that are married. That's very cool. Yeah. Though we met um, when we were 18. So it's it's been a journey. 
Wow. Very cool. Let's talk, if you don't mind, let's talk a little bit about postpartum depression and maybe some common misconceptions about that. Can you kind of uh, tell the listeners a little bit about that? I think that a lot of people have this idea that postpartum depression is just something that happens to other people, which isn't true. It's one out of three people. And they also feel like if they love their baby, they can't have postpartum depression. Um, and that's not true either because you can be so attached to your baby that you are afraid to let anybody else take care of them because you get obsessions that like, you know, if I walk down the stairs, I'm going to drop this baby. And then you actively change your behavior to fit these obsessions and depression that sets in with that. And I see a lot of people that are sleepless, uh, and that certainly contributes to postpartum depression, but it's not the sole cause of low mood and wanting to not do anything anymore. And then I think the other misconception that is really big for my practice is that postpartum anxiety is rare and it's not. It's actually just as common, if not more common than postpartum depression. And And we totally normalize it. Can you describe the difference for us between postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety? So postpartum depression, um, really settles down to like feeling like you're not doing it right and that you're worthless and that things aren't going the way you had planned. Whereas postpartum anxiety is a little bit more externalized. I feel like depression is focused on self and anxiety is really focused on, on a lot of other things. Um, so for me, I actually, I had both after my first kid. Um, and what it came down to for me was that I constantly felt like I wasn't doing anything right and that I was failing at everything. And I had him on 15 minute breathing checks to make sure he was alive. Wow. You would literally go in and check on him every 15 minutes. Yeah. I was somewhat sleep deprived and crazy, which I don't think other people should do. I actively tell people not to do postpartum like I do. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And so what's the typical like resolution for either of those? Is it herbs? Is it counseling? Is it, what is it? I think it's all of the above. You know, people need such different things. For me, acupuncture is really great and herbs are really great. Um, I often prescribe if needed. Sometimes moms can't, they don't have the energy to manage an herbal protocol because an herbal protocol is usually more than one time a day. Uh And I can give them a medicine that's only once a day. And then it kind of depends a little bit on their genetics, too. There's a thing called the methylation cycle, which is a little bit about how you make your neurotransmitters. And some people don't have the genes they need to make adequate serotonin. And those people are very hard to pull off of antidepressants. Wow. Um, so I really, I really get into the biochemistry of what's going on for That's- each person. That's really, really cool. So, and I'm guessing like once a client of yours, like you get even, cause you mentioned like you want to service younger families and stuff, but like I, we can grow, we can grow old with you. Like you can take care of middle-aged or older people. I I'm guessing, certainly right? can. Yeah. Yeah. My oldest patient's 104 and she's still kicking. Whoa. That's some serious I think she's mostly herbs. living on spite, but. <laughs> <laughs> some serious herbs you got going on there. That's great. Um, as far as like the doctors and the practitioners in your office, is it just you right now? It is currently just me. We are looking to add another ND. He's actually the guy that's going to be running the front desk, but he is in process of licensing. So we're scooping him up at the beginning too. That's awesome. And you are currently in the process of 
accepting new patients? Is it difficult to get, uh, to get in with you? Like, do I need to schedule out two weeks in advance? How does that, what does that process look like? Well, I just have to start setting limits on how many new patients I can see in a day, which is a great milestone to hit. Yeah. Um, but I still feel like I have one new patient slot this week. So you're not quite booking out two weeks yet, but it is getting close to two weeks for new patients. That's wonderful. So make sure you get in there. ASAP is the best way to get uh, an appointment, of course, is probably just to call. Yeah, there's calling or we also have online scheduling. Okay, so you can Um, visit the website. Why don't you give us your website and your phone mm -hmm. number for those that are listening right now? So our website is vitalitynw.com and our phone number is 503-344-1345. And you can schedule either way. Um, I'm not in the office today, but it does, the voicemails do go to my phone. So I end up catching them pretty early. And then the online thing I see almost immediately because I'm practically always on my, my software management stuff. Um, and then the only trick with that is that if you are scheduling somebody that is under 18, you have to use your own date of birth because practice fusion won't let you do it. Okay. I love it. I love that. Um, now I'm going to catch you a little bit off guard. You can pass on this question if you want, but I like to bring our interview kind of back to Portland. If you had a free Saturday in Portland, they're like a restaurant or a park or somewhere that maybe people don't know about that you would go that you can tell people about a little shout out. Oh my gosh. I really love, um, Cochina Verde in Hillsdale. That's where we eat. If I can have my druthers about when I, where I get to eat. Awesome. Um, and then we spend a lot of time at the Raleigh Hills Park, which is kind of quiet and off the beaten track, but one of the cutest little parks ever. And is there a nice play structure there for kids? Yeah, they have play structures. They have a sand pit. There's like the bucket and pump thingy. And there's lots of trees, so it's very shaded. And it's also really close to the West Slope Swim Center. So you could go swimming and then play at the playground, go swimming and play at the playground. Wow. Very cool. You gave us some good info here. Awesome. So in our last few I'm a lifer. Yeah. (laughs) In our last few moments, I'm going to turn the time back over to you to maybe, maybe I didn't ask you something or you wanted to add something to the interview. The time is all yours. Tell the listeners what we need to know. So I think that one of the things that I really want to focus on as a naturopath is that my idea of managing somebody's health isn't just managing their symptoms. People are whole people. Your brain lives in your body. Your ideas about your spiritual practices live in your body. And it's really important for me to manage you as a whole person. And to that mind, I don't do 15 minute appointments unless it's just like for an ear infection. My initial appointment's always 90 minutes long. My returns tend to be pretty close to an hour, though sometimes like 40 minutes depending. And I always spend that time because it's really important for healthcare. And I think most MDs and DOs want to spend that kind of time, but their structure doesn't let them. And so we've actively created a healthcare structure at Vitality where we can spend the time to actually hear what people need. And sometimes that's half the medicine. Yeah, like to actually sit down for 90 minutes with like your primary care doctor would be is pretty incredible because they're obviously like they care enough to understand your symptoms, your history, what's going on and those kind of things. Like the kind of info you can get in a 90 minute session has got to be pretty incredible. It's pretty awesome. I consider it a small failure on my part. If I don't hear at least once during an interview that nobody has ever asked that question before. Wow. Or that they had never told this to a stranger before. 
Wow. Well, there you go. Why don't you guys all schedule an appointment with Alicia and not ask her those questions or not say that to her? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Put a challenge on the table yeah. for me. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, there it is, folks. Yet another awesome and amazing interview with an awesome and amazing business from right here in the Portland area. A big thanks to Alicia for taking time to be on the show this week. We really, really appreciate it. I'm going to get out of here, but before I do, remember, if your small business has a website that has stalled out, it's dead in the water, it's no bueno, just click your way over to trafficandleads.com. Talk to my girl, Lindsay. She is going to help you out with all those things that make your head spin. Email marketing, email funnels, SEO, social media, Facebook ads, pay-per-click, you name it, they do it. They're going to get you set up and on your way with the world-famous click technique. So talk to trafficandleads.com, one-click Lindsay. She's going to help you out and get you on your way to more traffic, more leads, and yes, more success for your small business. So check it out, trafficandleads.com. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. Until next time, for your host, one-click Lindsay, I'm Jeremiah Isley for the PDX Small Business Network Podcast. Have a great week, everybody. (laughs) 